May I see your ID? I, I heard that this week. Um, you don't think I was doing... I was, I was visiting someone in the hospital, okay? I don't get carded for the other thing. I'm sorry, that wasn't in the script this morning. Well, I admit that most of the time I take for granted that I have an ID in my pocket that I can pull out when asked. Um, it wasn't always that way, though. I, I remember actually going with my parents to the MVA uh, to get a photograph for my first ID. It, it wasn't even a driver's license. It was, it was some other photo ID. I don't remember why I needed it. But I do remember the feeling of getting handed that state-issued piece of plastic. And this sounds kind of crazy to say, but in some way, it was, it was really validating. You know? <laughs> uh, like, hey, I have an ID. I'm somebody. <laughs> I mean, it even had, like, the little hologram on the bottom of it, so you knew it was real. <laughs> it wasn't like I'd suddenly become somebody on that day at the MBA, uh, but my identity was affirmed in a new way. Uh, and I think I've probably felt similarly with every other ID I've gotten since that one. Uh, my driver's license, for sure. Uh, my college ID at the University of Maryland, uh, definitely. I was really proud of that one. Uh, my government ID card uh, when I worked for the government. Even when I became a card-carrying Methodist pastor, yes, they do give us cards. There's just something validating about getting an ID. <clears throat> of course, IDs are just one thing that make up our identity. Uh, presumably, if you wanted to steal my identity, uh, you benefit from having like my social security number, uh, my mother's maiden name, presumably some other stuff. But I wonder what you consider to be core pieces of your identity. Uh, for some people, it's the work that they do. And our culture feeds into that, doesn't it? What's one of the first things that you tend to ask someone when you meet them? What do you do? It seems that we think that if we want to know who someone is, we have to know what they do. Our, our identity can be based on a lot of other things, too. Uh, maybe it's your political party or uh, your number of Instagram followers. Maybe it's that you make a good salary or if you're a student, maybe it's that you get good grades. What is your identity Based on. Identity is actually front and center in the story of Jesus' baptism. And again, this is how Matthew says uh, what happened. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven opened, and he saw the Holy, sorry, the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So the Father speaks from heaven, and the Holy Spirit comes to affirm Jesus, his identity as God's son. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit seen in one act. It's such an amazing moment. 
Uh, do you know that something very similar happens when someone is baptized as a Christian? Okay, you know, we don't typically get the, like, heaven-rending spectacle that, that Jesus got, but in a very real way, in our baptism, the Father speaks a word over us, this is my daughter, this is my son. And the Holy Spirit comes to affirm our identity as God's own child and to empower us to do God's will. Jesus is God's son in a unique way. We, we know that. But Christians are like God's adopted children. Uh, when you adopt a child, you don't love that child in a second-class child type of way. You love that child as you would love your own biological children. At least that's what my adopted friends have told me. Paul says, along these lines, uh, you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, so that, that, that identification was part of their worship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So, What Paul is saying is that the Holy Spirit comes to witness to us the reality of our identity as children of God. The reality of our identity as children of God. It's like the Holy Spirit is the hologram of authenticity on the ID given to you by God the Father. I love that when Jesus was baptized, uh, he actually hadn't really done anything yet. Uh, All he'd done is shown up to be baptized because it was the right thing to do. His ministry hadn't launched yet. Uh, There were no healings, no signs and wonders like Acts chapter uh, 10 had talked about. And yet God speaks and says, this is my son, even before those things happened. And that's how it is at your baptism, whether as a baby or as an adult. uh, It's not about what you bring. It's about God's declaration over you and God's spirit upon you. Uh, You need to know that you are a child of God. Uh, 1 John 3.1 says, See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. That is your ultimate identity. You know, I pretty much take it for granted that I have a state-issued photo ID. Do you take it for granted that you have a God-issued ID? It's a truth that needs to be affirmed over and over and over again. But there's something else you need to know. Yes, you have an identity. But there is an identity thief. There is someone that wants to come and snatch your God-given identity and to replace it with a lesser, more vulnerable identity. Uh, Immediately following Jesus' baptism, Matthew chapter 4 says this, Uh, Then Jesus was, so these are the verses right after uh, what Chuck read for us this morning. 
Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. All right, so let's review. The heavens cracked open. A voice declared Jesus as God's Son. The Holy Spirit comes and affirms it. And then what seems like a few moments later, along comes the devil saying, if you are the son of God. I mean, the devil is a rather bold liar, isn't he? (laughs) Like, I I remember it was just like four verses ago, devil. (laughs) And one of the devil's primary tactics against God's children is to make them doubt their identity as children of God. It's a tactic that's particularly effective in derailing the faith of new Christians, but it's also employed against more seasoned saints as well. And so we need to guard our identity as children of God uh, and not let the lies of the enemy snatch it away from us. We have to guard it. Because being a child of God isn't just one more identity among many that you have. It is your primary identity. And if it's not your primary identity, then you're missing out. <laughs> because if the, if the enemy can convince you to willingly put your primary identity somewhere else, then he can put you in a position to take you out. Because uh, our primary identity is our primary source of validation. It's where we get our validation from. And your heart will follow after your source of validation. So if your identity is in a human relationship, when that relationship fails, because all human relationships fail eventually, uh, your identity will be in a shambles. If your identity is in your work, your world is going to implode when you lose your job. Uh, If your identity is in the number of social media followers that you have or how many likes your latest post gets, then your identity and self-image are at the whim of a crowd. I mean, brothers and sisters, this should not be. (laughs) And, you know, not to rub salt in the wound, but if your identity is in rooting for a winning football team... I'm sorry. Don't send me email about that, please. Just, you know, just get the point. You know, if you're someone who's struggling with with uh, football addiction, then do send me an email. But, all right, well, but when your primary identity is in your relationship with God the Father, that God is your father and you are God's child, your identity is on rock-solid ground. So, how do you get that ID. It, it typically happens through your baptism. Uh, God's word is spoken over you. God says, Emma Sue, you are my daughter. <laughs> God says, Brian, you are my son. And the seal of your identity 
is, is the Holy Spirit. I mean, don't push the analogy too hard, but I mean, sometimes that hologram on the ID can fade a little bit if you don't care for it. If you don't care for your ID by reaffirming your identity as a child of God. So do you feel worn out? <laughs> do you feel like you're not sure if your faith and identity in Christ is authentic? What you're looking for is the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know how I felt validated when I got my plastic ID? The Holy Spirit is like that feeling times a bajillion. <laughs> the, the Holy Spirit brings a deep sense of belonging, an unfailing love, a peace that passes understanding. I mean, think about what it would mean if it were actually true that you were a child of God. That is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit brings the benefits of being a child of God into the experience of your life. And you can actually ask for the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Uh, we don't repeat a water baptism, but there's nothing to stop you from asking to receive that work of the Holy Spirit again and again and again and again. One of the prayers I pray every morning uh, is, come Holy Spirit. You don't want Pastor David without the Holy Spirit. Some of you don't want Pastor David anyway, but you definitely don't want Pastor David without the Holy Spirit. It's just reality. And the Holy Spirit is one of our primary defenses against identity theft. I'm pausing because there's no final paragraph of my, um, of my message because God said, I'll tell you what to do when the time comes. So... <laughs> So would you mind uh, standing for a moment in body or spirit? And um, I just want to sing a cappella that verse, He is Lord, for a moment. Could we just, could we just do that together? He is Lord, He is Lord. He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. God, we thank You that You are not only Lord, but that You are our Heavenly Father, who and that you have seen fit to declare over us our belonging as your children. And today, Lord, we want to receive that affirmation in a new way or a fresh way. And so if you're someone that does just want to be affirmed in God's uh, identity for you, you can just pray right now just in the silence of your heart. Just ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life to reaffirm the declaration of God the Father over you in baptism.
And Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would send your Holy Spirit to all those who have asked. That you would bring an assurance of that most fundamental identity. And that you would bring a deep sense of blessing and belonging in the midst of whatever circumstances we face today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.